love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Fitz happens live from our radio hub for Friday. It is July 12th. 2019 and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast uh, there's drew and bethany the mouth from the south our brand new assistant producer writer the youngin uh, uh sales girl claire has been hanging out and it's time to flush the format this is the fit show Welcome to the weekend. It's the Fitch. I got my first real six string. Boy, at the five and done. Played it till my fingers bled. Was a summer of 69. Me and some guys from school. Had a band and we tried real hard. Jimmy quit, Jody got married. We should have known we'd never get far. Rolling on the bike now. Summer seemed to last forever. And if I had the choice, yeah, I was wanna be there. Those were the best days of my life. your fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody! Gentlemen, the uh, format has been flush. The one and only Fitz Happens. It's the Fitz Show. 
And now, and here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday, and that's why it's good for me to be here with you right now, getting ready to provide you with a whole lot of info that I believe you need to know on this day. I am your What Are You Kidding Me anchorman. I'll take you out of the state of Georgia right now. You can't have your cake and smoke it, too. There's your mics. There, your mics are on now. All right. A woman from the state of Georgia asked Dairy Queen to make a birthday cake for her 25-year-old daughter who loves the Disney movie Moana. But they thought she said marijuana. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess maybe. That could get confusing. Dute Moana. So uh, the cake had a big old pot leaf on it and a My Little Pony (laughs) smoking a joint with red eyes. What? Luckily, they thought it was funny. Uh, apparently, the daughter thinks it happened because her mom has a has a really thick southern accent. You know what I mean? Uh, here's some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. <laughs> I think they thought that she said marijuana because we're from South Georgia. We kind of have an accent, so Moana, marijuana. I guess when they said that I love cartoons, they were like, well, let's just throw a little pony on there. So they put the little pony on there, and it had red eyes smoking a joint with a tramp stamp of a hot leaf on its bottom. I was very shocked. <laughs> I was like, it was hilarious to me. I was very impressed by the artistic capabilities of them to be able to do the design that they did. That's amazing. I mean, think about the intricacy for yeah, a pot leaf on your butt. I mean, yeah. a tramp stamp of a pot leaf. Hi what there. Said. This is DQ country. Yeah, it is. You need a birthday cake, special occasions. We take care of that too. <laughs> Come on down here, local DQ. We don't judge. Sounds to me like this happened because the cake decorator is a fan of marijuana. It sounds like it. They were like, listen, what? we're going to get Jimmy in the back to Did decorate this saying, one. All right. All right. Cool. It took him two days. <laughs> he kept eating the prototypes. Yeah. Wait till we show you them THC blizzards. I guarantee you're going to order one and order seven more afterwards. And there you go. You got the. What, what are, are you kidding, kidding me? Stories of the day. Fits happens live. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. All right, uh, find me on Instagram. Follow Fitz. What's up? That's with a Z. Follow Fitz. There's Drew, Bethany the Mouth from the South. Uh, Also our new assistant producer in there uh, behind the glass in the other room, Ryder the Youngin. And uh, Drew, how many movies we have this weekend to talk about? Just two. Just two. Yeah. No kidding. And, And they aren't big ones. They aren't like big studio pictures. All right, let's get to it. Movie number one, ticket or skip it. First one is Crawl. Like oh, well, this crawl sounds horrible. I don't even like it. Crawl. Yeah, so when is the last time you saw a movie where the alligators were the bad guys? We haven't seen one in a while. What That Lake crocodile Placid. Crocodile Dundee, mate. Right, so Lake Placid was a giant crocodile. Yeah, a giant one. Uh, or in my home state of Louisiana. Or, or, or gators, as it is in this case. <laughs> yeah, my wife's front yard. Yeah, so this is about a, a woman who who's trying to save her dad after a, a hurricane, you know, and the house is flooded and all that, but then gators. 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 You're gonna watch some gators, man. Gators crawl and like gators are hunting people crawl. now because their their habitat's being destroyed. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. well, this yeah. is like now straight up seventies schlock. Now they're going to, you know, golf courses in Florida. Have you seen the size of those things walking all over golf courses in Florida? Yeah, and hey, not man. only that, I saw one. Oh. I think it was in Florida where they like stop traffic because this thing is like known by the locals. And it lives oh, in like a little granddaddy pond gator, or yeah, lug- yeah. lagoon, yeah. and yeah. it was gym. crossing the street, right. and the cops were stopping traffic, so yeah. you go across. Probably because they want another a brand new pair of boots. <laughs> yeah, well, All right. well, they like named it and everything. Yeah, so crawl is. I mean, it is it good, it, Drew? No, it, it feels <laughs> sounds so stupid, Drew. <laughs> it feels very much like a, a cheesy '70s sort of. It's part horror, it's part adventure, or. Or crawling. Yeah, whatever. It's a crawling adventure. All right, name of the movie. Crawl. Take it or skip it. Skip it. Movie number two. Stuber. You know they had to make a movie about Uber sooner or later. Now, I had really high hopes for this. I love Kumail Nanjiani. You know him from a bunch of different stuff. He's in, uh, 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 he's the funny guy in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yes. yes. Wait, he is so no, no, funny. No, 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 no. The funny guy in that is that big guy with the red hair that got well, fired. They're all funny. But Kumail yes. Nanjiani Which does. One? He's, he's the one. 
Uh, you know, he's got the accent. He, he's the Indian okay, guy, yes, Pakistani okay. guy. Okay, yes, 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 yeah. yes, okay. Uh, and then also Dave Bautista is in this. So so uh, Kumail plays the Uber driver, just this kind of hapless Uber driver who gets roped in this situation where <laughs> Dave Bautista, who is a giant man, uh, most of us know him as Drax the Destroyer in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. He's also a former pro wrestler. He's a huge cop and he ropes in this Uber driver to drive him around, you know, and, and fight crime. And it's just, it's a mismatch uh, uh, buddy cop or whatever. It's not good? It's, it's just, it misses a lot now no, everyone's funny it's just it's, not great it's better than crawl it is better than crawl if you had to pick between the two i picked stuber <laughs> right. it's just not what it could be they're both cable movies okay, okay. uh and uh, name of the movie one more time stuber take it or skip it skip it you get one pick of the week what is it from my two skips i guess i give it to stuber <laughs> there you go. all right everybody follow drew on his instagram at critical drew and when it comes to movies always do drew it's the fit show it's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. Happy Friday, everybody. I just want to say right now that you can do it. That's right. You could do it. Do you know that talking to yourself in the second person is the secret to success? Did you guys know that? Brand new study in the Journal of Sports Science found that talking to yourself in the second person makes you perform better like saying you can do this you could do this instead of i could do this i could do this it's you could do this you could do this like you're like you're cheering yourself on interesting standing outside of yourself cheering yourself say what you want to about this but i say to myself every single day if it is to be it's up to me if it is to be it's up to me if it is to be it's up to me you can do it but that's first person i know if it is to me it's up to you buddy or if it's up to me it's gonna be you buddy or something like that if if it's me it's not you it's me yeah (laughs) all right Whatever, dude. <laughs> you you? Confu- you're confusing Wait, yourself. You or me? No, no, you. It was not me? myself. No. It's got to be you. But yeah, but you got to. I'm second, talking about second me. Party, second person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, do that. Just say to yourself, you could do it, because it, really, you know, your your conscience, which is truthfully your soul that talks to you. You know what I mean? You could do it. Listen to that, and just be like a little like a little flower, right, Drew? That's right. All right. Hey, Drew, choose your news. <laughs> well, talk about a crappy start to the week. Someone in Mississippi dumped a container full of screws, of sheet metal screws on the highway. And they didn't just dump them. They trailed them and leaked them, leading to a 30-mile stretch of cars and trucks with pop tires. Yeah, so boy, this happened. Made me mad. Oh, boy, so many Surely there is some sort of like, mm. whether they got the license plate of the person that did this and Hope they can so. be responsible or something, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, 36 cars, three semis, all with multiple flats. When the Mississippi Highway Patrol responded, it stretched for 30 miles. Eastbound and tires going down. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the south, choose your news. Taylor Swift, she has done it again. She's shaken off the Kardashian clan as the highest paid celebrity, Ooh. pulling in a staggering 100 85 million, Dang. beating Kylie Jenner at number two with 170 mil. Oh, with all her amazing talent. Kanye West is number three with 150 what about her mil. What about her glasses? She's got exactly. lip glasses. Taylor's out there sweating every day on That's stage, right. writing hustling. music, doing yeah. stuff, and this other girl. Uh, has a company put her name on some makeup made in China and makes billions. You're talking about the glasses. So other people on the list were uh, Ed Sheeran, Christian Ronaldo, um, and Dr. Phil. Who would have ever thought, right? Wow. All right, there you go. Friday's Choose Your News. This is The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Yeah. I bet. I think I think it might be one of those Fridays. My buddy Drew over here was trying to ask me to put on the drinking shoes for this weekend, and I just don't know if I'm into it because, uh, particularly that that you know tequila. It last time I had some tequila, my my memory was completely zapped. Yeah, it can be a cruel mistress, but you just have to get back on the horse. If that's I don't okay. think so. Vicious. I, I, I don't think I want to put on the drinking shoes this weekend. And you know what? You're not going to pressure me. Well, it's not like I ask you every weekend. It's once in a blue moon. But you're asking me to do tequila shots. Well, you don't have to shoot it. You could make it in a margarita. And when, when the last time I did do so, you know a little uh, couple of those tequila shots, it was like you've seen Man in Black, right? MIB. Mm-hmm. You know when they walk up and they <laughs> zap your memory. The that's kind of yes. That's kind of what happened to me. I would. You know what though? I'd love to hear from you wherever you are at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. What happened that made you say, you know what, I'm never drinking again. I am never, ever drinking again. Anybody have one? For me, it's my 24th birthday. But it got carried away. Drink. 
Well, it, it I, I was off for, I, I was off the sauce for like a, a good two or three weeks after that. <laughs> it, cha- it changed you. It changed me. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, Don. What's up, Don? Uh, what happened that made you say, I'm never drinking again? Too many DWIs and, wow. and health. All right. Okay. Yeah, All right. that'll do that, it. That, those are good reasons. You know what? Uh, there are, you know, most states you go through, they, they have their their slogan for DWIs. And, you know, the state of Texas, it's DWI, you can't afford it. It's uh, pretty powerful, I saw isn't a it? great one. It was a, yeah. it was a billboard of a picture of a bunch of police vehicles, and it said, if you drink and drive, we'll provide the chaser. They had, wow. the, had the cop bikes yes. and, the, and the state patrol cars right. and the helicopters. Hey, what about you, Joey? What happened that made you say, I'm never drinking again? Well, I urinated on my wife's ex-wife's bedroom curtain. Wow. <laughs> it started as wife. It's like, I mean ex-wife. Uh, <laughs> probably shortly after that. <laughs> With that, I'm going to go. Do we have time for one more? Yeah. All right, Jane, what happened that made you say, I am never drinking again? <laughs> I quit drinking this morning <laughs> because um, I had a, a breakup on Monday with this guy that I really, really liked. Right. And so last night, to make myself feel better, um, I went downtown and had a few too many and ended up bringing home my daughter's 22-year-old friend. And um, Okay, hey, I'm no. going to put you on hold. I'm going to put her on hold for just a second. We'll have the, we'll have, uh, she's on seven. We'll have the rest of that conversation off the air. Reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, welcome to Friday, everybody. And uh, we're getting ready for the Fitz Files, the good, the bad, and the gossip on the way. What's up? Okay, so this lady, she's been around a while, been around in Hollywood for a long time. Now she's on daytime TV. I say daytime because she's on one of those talk shows. Judge Judy. No. Oh. But I love her. But this lady's Dr. doctors, Ruth. this lady's doctors told her she had a thirty percent chance of dying earlier this year. Okay, we're going to talk about it coming up. Drew, standing by with the Friday reality check. The state of emergency as a tropical storm now bears down in the Gulf, New Orleans, already underwater. Yeah, this is a serious one. This could end up, it's possible we could see results similar to Katrina with a little less drama to get there. Now, what's going on? Is it the Mississippi, which, of course, uh, uh, dumps out right there at uh, New Orleans, is... Very full, right? It's very full. It's sitting at about 16 feet in that area. Normally, it's at 6 to 8 feet. So it's way over the banks already because of flooding in other areas and all the rain is bringing that water down. But what makes this situation unprecedented is you've got stor- you know Tropical Storm Barry pushing in the storm surge from the Gulf. So they've never had a storm surge push in with the river that high before. So it's like one of those weird kind of perfect storm scenarios? It absolutely is. So it's pushing all of that water out into the city. And here's the- they're predicting that by tomorrow, Saturday, that the-, that the river could be up to 19 feet, three feet higher than it is now, which would break. The last time it was ever that high was 1950, which, so- of course, the city was much more primitive at the time. And the all-time record is only two feet more than that, and that was set in 1922. So my next question is, obviously, they're prepared because no, of, certainly they no. built the levees and they've done all the engineering work that they're no. supposed to do well, because those that, levees, they know where they are. The levees are primarily designed to defend from water coming in from the Gulf, not coming, not so much the water coming down from the Mississippi. So it's kind of like the water's gotten in behind the defenses in a way. Not only that, it's but... It's sort of filling up the tub they've created. Everyone also has to keep in mind, because you know a lot of people, if you're not from Louisiana, you think to yourself, why is Louisiana always flooding? Well, it's because New Orleans and all that area down there is below, way below sea level. So it's below sea level. It's already uh, pretty low-lying land, and it's already pretty marshy mm-hmm. as it is. Wow. So, any- so, really, really, so we're just going to have to watch, potentially right? Potentially dangerous situation. You're going to see a lot of people displaced. You're going to see a lot of damage. So are we deploying, you know what I mean, all, all aid, all resources to the region like now, you know, to get ahead of stuff? I, I just, I'm just trying to figure out why we haven't learned from history. Well, there is no getting ahead. They're already behind. It's it's wow. happening now. I, and plus, this is a state-by-state thing. You yeah. know, I mean, the, the state of Louisiana should have taken care of this right. after Katrina. All right, there you go. The Friday reality check. It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what is trending right now. 
What's trending? Oh, why is Jessica Simpson trending? Let me see. Is she is she going country again? Hang on. No, <laughs> I know week. that she um, posted something about how she's trying to lose weight after. No. It says she's writing a memoir. Oh, wow. A memoir. It's expected to break sales records and the spell check function. <laughs> yes. I was about to say, it's probably going to be about 10 pages. <laughs> no, we love you, Jessica. We're, yeah, we're just playing. We're just playing. Okay, uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South, what's going on? Okay, so Whoopi Goldberg actually said that her doctors gave her a 30% chance of dying earlier this year. Remember whenever she came down with pneumonia and in both lungs, and she also at the same time had sepsis, which is super dangerous. So she said, quote, she is lucky to be alive. Wow, that is just... Yeah, 30%, you hey, you got a 30% chance of dying. That is Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do remember several months ago, when she, and it was that rough pneumonia yeah. you were talking about. Um, that's tough to get through. I've actually had pneumonia a couple of times. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it you is had the hurt. flu first, and yes. then it turned into pneumonia. A pneumonia. I just remember this, like... This crackling in my chest, the, a sound of like crackling. Of that po- of like, almost like popping those bubbles. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And, and, and the, but anyway, go ahead. I'm going to be a little critical here because 30% sounds like a big number, but I bet if you picked up, if you went around to statisticians and you asked them what everyone's chance of dying on a daily basis, it's probably like 12%. You know, but car that's accident. still not like 30. This is barely more than that. Well. It's 28% more. <laughs> No, it's I not. I mean, it's 18% yeah, more. there you go. <laughs> it's barely twice. Well, still. Okay, you just go ahead with those numbers. All hey, right. prayers for Whippy. Yeah. Whoopi. So um, a study of <clears throat> laundry playlists on Spotify found that the most popular song to listen to during laundry is uh, Here, Let what? me say, and by, for everybody who doesn't know what laundry is, that's the word we say, you know, uh, mommy and daddy time. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's babies in the car. So what do you think uh, the number one song is on Spotify? I'm going to say Genuine Pony from Magic Mike, number one. I'm going to say Let's Get It On. Nope. It is called Neighbors Know My Name by Trey Songs. Huh? (laughs) Do you have a clip? I don't. How dare you? Oh, man. That's horrible. You're just going to throw it out there? The number one, like, love-making booty song and, and, and... you, Would you like me to find it? Yes, let's find this. This is the number one apparently lovemaking song in all the world. Breaking our headboard. Okay, see, I, I think we get it. I think I need to turn that up this weekend. <laughs> Fitz happens live. Fitz happens live. live. Um, nothing against short people out there at all, because you know what? I'm. I'm a giraffe. I'm six foot seven, and I'm about to talk about a little gentleman uh, who's just well. He's he's gone viral because he's five five feet, and uh, he was a New York bagel shop customer, and he was just caught on camera going nuts on customers. Going, he was yelling at the women because he said he was mad that he he's always rejected because he's short. Yeah, and he starts going off in this. Like little restaurant, he was going bonkers. He said the incident started when the woman behind the counter smiled at him, and he said he took it as a sarcastic insult. And and by the way, hey, mommies and daddies, this is a family show. Uh, there's a couple of beeps in this, a little parental advisory. It's not really a big deal, but even beeps, I don't really like beeps. You know what I mean? But I, uh, it's all covered here. I just want to make sure you understand what he's saying. The great pay for women to say, "Oh, you're five feet on dating sites. You should be dead." That's okay. Said that to you here, nobody. Women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that up? Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. Shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. So he's going crazy yeah. about, yeah. About, <laughs> about women rejecting him because he's five feet. Because this lady smiled at him. That's right. Yeah. Oh, That's it. And, I mean, he's obviously got some issues. And then oh. he really lost his mind. Dude, you want to step outside? You want to step outside? He's going to the guy's waist here. Yeah. You shut up, too. You shut and so then uh, the big dude took him down and said, hey, there was a, I, I know you're five feet, but enough of this. Yeah, there was another big yeah. dude that ran into frame and just put him down on the ground. Right. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. oh hey. Oh, whoa. <laughs> what is up with that? Come that on. Fitz happens live. 
Real funny. Don't touch my radio, no. The Feed Show. Do you think it's weird and creepy to profile people? Good, so do we. Welcome to Playlist <laughs> Profiling. <laughs> That's and what I do every day. Wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, uh, we'll give you a couple of seconds to grab your legal pad or whatever you take notes with or uh, uh, your phone so you could take your notes. We actually have a mystery caller on hold right now. And we don't know anything about this individual. All we know are three songs from their personal playlist and based off of those three songs all of us including you listening we're all going to try to guess their gender their age what they drive their profession are they single or married how many kids again we're going to try to learn everything about them guess everything about them based off of three songs everybody have uh, your your note taking implement Impl- instruments yes there you go. <clears throat> okay here we go song number 1 Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns, but I shot a man in Reno. All right, song number two, Blake Shelton, God's Country. I saw the light in a sunrise, sitting back in a 40 on the muddy riverside, getting back. Song number three, ACDC. Thunderstruck. This has got to be a guy. Now he's shaking up the knees. Could I kill me again, please? Yeah, the ladies want to kind. You've been thunderstruck. Yeah. <laughs> thunderstruck. All right, folks. Whew. This is the tough one. All right, uh, everybody take their notes right now. Try to guess their gender, age, what they drive, their profession, are they single or married, and how many... Kids. Now, as I'm looking at all the artists, you know, Johnny Cash, Blake Shelton, ACDC, right? It, I, I feel like this individual is wanting me to think male, male, male. Let's throw him off with some ACDC Thunderstruck, which is making me say... This is definitely a female. Oh. Nice try, Mystery Caller. Nice try. Not today, Mystery Caller. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> She's 40 years old. You know what? Drives a little Toyota Camry. I think because of her music selection, she's got to work with a bunch of dudes. I think she works for like an electric company. Okay. She's married. Two children. Boom. Drew, what say you? This painted a picture for me. I feel very confident that it is a male. He's 48 years old. He drives an Ford F-250. He's a farmer. The God's Country and the, the Johnny Cash put me there. He's married to three kids. Interesting. All right, Claire, your profile. All right. I also think this is a man. I think he's 37. He drives a Chevy Silverado, and I think that that Thunderstruck is a little hint uh, to what he does for a living. I think he's either a meteorologist or agronomist, somebody who works in weather, but not like a TV guy. Interesting. Like a weather... Does he work near a Doppler? Farm weather. Oh, he'll know Ooh, Doppler very well. You better well. stay away from my Doppler. He's also, he's also <laughs> married with two kids, so he doesn't need your Doppler. <laughs> Ryder the Youngin, uh, your profile. Uh, I'm going to say this is a man. I'm going to say he's 34. Uh, I think he drives a Ram uh, 2500. Uh, I think he's a prison warden. I don't know. That Johnny Cash was giving me those vibes. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to say he's married with three kids. Mystery caller, are you a male or female? I'm a male. Oh, yeah! Yeah! yeah. Yes. Oh, dang. How old are you? 24. Whoa. Wow. What do you drive? I drive a 2018 Ford Focus. Okay. Oh, wow. This guy's throwing me off. Oh, wow. Wait, whoa, what, is way your, off. what is your profession? I am an electrician. <gasps> oh! Boom! Vince nailed that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are you single or married? Uh, I'm actually engaged. Okay. okay. And how many children? Do you have any children? No, I do not. Okay. Uh, Drew is going to do our calculations and our tabulations. We're going to find out how everybody did on their profiling. All right. What's it looking like? Okay, I say uh, good job to the caller on throwing us off. Yeah, man, you got us. Right. He really, I mean, he he completely took us off the scent. Each of us 
only got one answer right. Uh, three of us got mail right. Fitz got the electric work right as a tiebreaker. Uh-huh. Fitz is going to get the win because while the rest of us picked trucks, he was the only one that had a small sedan as a car. So the oh. Ford Focus is the closest to the Camry. That gives Fitz the win at two. Dang! Wow. Wow. Now, now, wait a second. You know, often on playlist profiling, like if one of us guesses the exact car, we get extra points. I guessed his exact profession. So Isn't it's not enough extra- to win? Isn't you want to an- win by four points? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. You're right. You probably I'm do saying deserve we- the extra points on Electric Shop. Okay. Yeah, because if, right. if we nail anything like right on, don't we get the extra points? Yeah, I guess I... Yeah, you're right. You would do. Dang. All right. So, Mystery Caller, what is your name? Jacob. And does it feel weird to be profiled? Uh, not really. <laughs> when, when you roll up to job sites and all that, people usually are profiling you, and it, it happens. <laughs> it happens. Live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. Uh, I want to tell you about a, an autistic student who graduated high school in New York last month. And uh, there's a video of him getting his diploma. It's going viral. And here's why. Because the crowd gave him a silent ovation. His name is Jack Higgins. Uh, and he has a severe form of autism that makes him really sensitive to, uh, to noise. And he wanted to walk across the stage at his graduation, but he was really worried about the crowd and the noise. So uh, they worked with him. He did a bunch of practice runs with his teacher where he would plug his ears with his fingers. Uh, but then his principal kind of ran an idea by his parents. So before Jack walked into the gym, the principal asked the other students to be totally silent for him and only do a soft, sort of like a little golf clap when he walked on stage, right? And an entire gym full of teenagers actually stayed quiet for four whole minutes. And in the video, Jack is walking in uh, with his three brothers, going on the stage, getting his diploma, and fist bumps the principal. And then on their own, his classmates give him a standing ovation without making a sound. Wow. Cool. Check this out. Young man, a member of the class of 2019. His name is Jack Higgins. Jack has been at Cromwell High School for the past eight years. Unlike many of us, Jack is super sensitive to loud noises. So I'm asking, that we give Jack his diploma first at the beginning of the ceremony. I would like everyone to not clap and not cheer. Jack Higgins, please come to the stage to receive your diploma. Thank you, everyone, because of all of you that makes this place so special and wonderful. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. F-I-T with the Z. Fits happens. Live, live, live. Makeup or breakup is on. And listen, uh, this is where we need you. We need our five-minute heroes to come in, give some advice, tell this couple if they should make up or break up. All the couples you hear on Makeup or Breakup are all willing to come on this show. I just received this message on my Facebook from Michaela. And Michaela says, hey, Fitz, my boyfriend and I are living together. We just got a brand-new apartment where I put down the majority of the money. Two months into getting the apartment, he brought home two cats. They were his family cats, and nobody else wanted them anymore. I am highly allergic to cats, and he knows it. I told him that I can't live with these cats, and they're making my life miserable. He tells me that he can't give them away because he's the only one that will take care of them. He tells me that I could just take medication and refuses to get rid of them. It's really affecting our relationship. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome right now to the show, Michaela. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thank you so much for sending me that message. I appreciate you taking the time to do that. I appreciate uh, you guys coming on the show to talk about this. So, you know, I've been allergic to cats. I was allergic to cats as a kid. Then I grew out of it as an adult. But I know it's not easy having those cats around. Yeah, I mean, they're really cute. Like, I like the idea of cats, but I just can't. My body doesn't. I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) So, let's see. Before you guys got your brand new apartment, that's when he brought the cats to the house? It was after we got our new apartment. So, We've been living together there for about two months, and then, and this is two months ago that he brought these cats home. So I've been dealing with this for two months now. Did he ask you before he brought the cats home? No, he just brought them home. I mean, then he was so apologetic that that they were there, but it's not fair to me that they're that I have to deal with this in my own home. You know. 
And that's the thing with cat hair. Like with cat hair, I mean, it gets over absolutely everything. So probably, you know, whenever you leave your house, you have cat hair all over you. You're going to be sneezing and stuff all day long. Yeah, it just never feels like I get any relief from it. And I like, you know, carry around lint rollers and the whole bit. But it's it's like in the furniture. It's, you know, even when doing laundry, like just folding the laundry, it still just gets back on everything. Um, and I can see how it's know, probably how it's probably affecting your relationship right now because you're like, dude. I mean, are these cats more important than me? Is that kind of how you feel right now? Oh, exactly. Like I'm, I'm suffering here, and I, I feel like I didn't even get a say, and then he's not listening to me. That I, I need these cats out of the apartment, and I mean, I feel bad. And he says there's no one else that will take them, but. I, I don't know what else, I don't know what to do. I don't know who we can get, but he should work harder at trying to find someone to take them. Like get a stranger. Like I don't, I don't know if he doesn't trust anyone else because they're like family cats. But someone else needs to take these cats, and it can't be us. I did hear that last week there was kind of like things came to like a climax where there was some you know some shouting going on, and he was just hell bent on keeping these cats with him. What is it about these cats? I mean, like. Did he go through a traumatic event with them? Is it a dead relative? I mean, what's the deal with the kitty cats? Why is he so attached to them? Yeah, they were uh, his cousins, and um, his cousin passed away, and it's really, really sad. And I, I again feel awful, but I'm here. I'm I'm around, and and I don't know why that I have to suffer in my own home because of it. I know he's going through this really hard time, and so I, that's why I want. I was been trying to be patient and wait right. as long as possible. What was it he said to you the other night? Because uh, uh, you, you messaged me that he said something to you that you don't know if you could ever forget. Just that, that like he couldn't believe that I didn't care about these living creatures, and that I was heartless. And I'm not heartless, and I, it made me feel terrible that he thinks that of me. That he would think that 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 I just don't care, but. I just can't tolerate it. Okay. Um, Listen, uh, you do know that Josh is on hold right now. He's hearing all this. But again, I want to thank you guys for willingly coming on this show. We're going to get Josh on in a second, kind of get his take. We're going to find out what the deal with the cats are, why he can't find maybe another owner if he loves you, right? I mean, isn't that what he would do if if he loved you more than his kitty cats? Mm -hmm. Exactly. I don't know why I'm not more important. All right, hang tight. We're going to get Josh on the kitty lover in minutes. This is The Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up, where you decide the fate of a relationship. Right now, they have willingly uh, you know, come on the show to discuss the drama going on in their lives. And Michaela is on. And Michaela, if you don't mind, can you kind of sum up what you sent to me on our Facebook page? Basically, your boyfriend, Josh, refuses to give up his kitty cats, but you're like severely allergic. Right. We've been living together. We moved in together about four months ago. And after two months of living together, he brought home these cats that were his cousins. And I, I can't live in the same space with them. I just can't do it. I really tried. And it's really causing a huge wedge in our relationship. And these cats, they were his cousins and his cousin passed away. Is that right? Yeah. So it's really sad and I feel terrible, but I just know that I can't, my health can't take this anymore. All right, let's welcome uh, Josh to the show right now. Hello, Josh. Hi. I'm just going to come out and ask you, are are your cats more important than your girlfriend, Michaela? That, I mean, it's hard. It's, they're not more important. That's an insane thing to say. But I do have, I mean, I don't know if Michaela told you, but that Garth and Trisha were my, my cousin Terry's cat. Hang on a second. Uh, Hold up. The the name of your cats are Garth and Trisha. Yeah, oh, I think that's sweet. That is precious. Aww. Sweet man, can't give away Garth and Trisha. <laughs> okay, I'm and sorry. So, no, it's fine. I just it's so my cousin Terry. I don't know if she told you uh, passed away a, a few months ago. Uh, been fighting cancer for a while. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's thank you. Uh, it's just. Anyway, nobody would take these cats in my family, and they, they were talking about putting them down. And it's been a bit stressful because I, I took in these cats, and nobody's going to take them. And I can't stand the thought of just either these cats, like, ending up in a shelter or putting them to sleep just because they're an inconvenience. It just drove me crazy, you know? Claire, like Aunt Claire, Aunt Claire, I know that you're a cat lady. Right. I, if this you- doesn't work out, I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Garth and Trisha can move in with Claire. Right. We'll this might called- be the, the most resolute solution we've ever had on Makeup I'm and Breakup. I'm calling Baton Rouge right now. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, is that the issue? Like, you really can't find someone, or you, you just don't want to let them out of your life? What's the... Uh, I just... I, I don't know. I was really close to my cousin, Terry, and I, I just... Uh, you know, he loved Beef Cats a lot, and and I, I just feel like I'm letting Terry down if I'm going to let some... Uh, I just really... What about letting... But aren't you sick of having a girlfriend that's sneezing and sniffling all the time? I mean, yeah. I... I yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want the cats to cause Kayla any pain. Uh, I, that's not what I want to do, you know. I mean, can you reach out to any? Do you have any friends that could take them? Then you could still visit them. You could still know how they're doing. Maybe they could send you pictures all the time. Well, I don't know. But is there any place outside of your house that you can find? Or are, I guess the better question is, are you willing to do that? You know what? I think I have a friend who has a cat named Reba. They could all hang out. Oh, no. Garth, Trisha, and Reba. Honestly, yeah. you guys, in all seriousness, we're getting a couple of texts with people who have suggestions for places where you can rehome these cats. There's people saying they'll take them. Yeah. So I guess what I'm wondering is, but do, I don't know if would, he wants. I don't know if he wants to give are away you willing Garth to and let Trisha. Them go? Is it that exactly yeah. that you can't find a good home, or that you just want to be their home? Uh, I mean, in a perfect world, I would want. Have I would want to be their home and okay bye bye Michaela. <laughs> I he, I know I, that I, can't happen. I thought I knew okay. inside I was going to come down this, but I genuinely feel for Josh because yeah. he, I understand the emotional connection to his cat through his cousin. But okay, he, what know, about his, his girl? Middle, what about right? his girlfriend? Now people are calling up saying they'll take Michaela. This is great. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, god. <laughs> oh boy! You're listening to the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. The Fitz Show. Good, uh, trash man Mike. Well, I think it should be a no-brainer. I mean, if she's allergic to cats, she, he ought to find a place to get rid of them. I understand what he's talking about, but um, she's more important. What about Garth and Trisha? What about these cats? Where are they going to go? <laughs> there, there are places that'll take them. I can't remember the name of the place, but it's uh. Claire, would you even said that you would volunteer? If yeah, it, I, I've got kind of a full like house, but I don't want the cats to you know end yeah. up dead so i'll take him if no one else will yeah. but you know but i'm not the only one now like i said we got a lot of texts for people offering them i to me he wants garth and trisha uh, to stay with him i think that's the thing i, I yeah. don't think he's trying that hard to find a home angela go ahead hey so if cats are like i mean you know fits a dog is your baby right 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 if i wouldn't be expected to give up my baby for a man why should a, a man be expected to give up his fur baby for a woman you know what? No. Or, or Touché. my yeah. cousin who died, and I'm taking ownership of her children. It's the same concept. You know what? Now that you brought that up, I really do. I see that. You make a great point. But then again, Auntie Claire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Auntie Claire is willing to step up and take Garth and Trisha. Yeah. Because they shouldn't be separated. Oh, boy. Auntie Claire's going to have a lot of explaining when she gets home. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Angela. Here's another one that supports that point, which is uh, they're saying break up. She needs to take a Benadryl. No one dies from a cat allergy. Her extra is showing. (laughs) She's being so extra. 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 But then supporting Michaela, Allison, uh, she says, I think he's being very selfish. He needs to care more about her than the cats. So we're getting both sides here. It's but fairly it's, evenly split. You know, it'd be different if the cats' names were like, you know, uh, uh, Morris and Fuzzy. But this is Garth and Tricia <laughs> we're talking about here. It takes it to another level. Uh, Snohomi Sam, what's up, dude? Go ahead. Your thoughts. Makeup or breakup? Uh, I'm out here thinking uh, makeup. Uh, I see both sides, obviously. A close relative loses some cats. Uh, and you got to take them in. you got to care for them. Uh, no one else will. But... Me being allergic to cats as well, severely allergic, I see her side where it's like the cat hair just lingers in the air, and then as soon as you walk in, it just you automatically just get allergies. So, and, and, so, and by I the way, he, hey, Sam, somebody texted in and said, why didn't the lady just take a Benadryl? Because if you've ever been allergic to cats, you know that a simple Benadryl is not going to take care of that every time. And especially yeah. if, like... It doesn't kick in until maybe 25, 30 minutes after you take it. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It happens live. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, everybody, what's up? We're getting there. We're getting to the weekend. We're getting to the 
promised land, brothers and sisters. Hang with us. Uh, here's Drew standing by. Oh, wait. No, you know what I was going to say? We have straight out of country coming up. I'm going to take you straight out of country in a couple of minutes, and we're finding out some information from Luke Combs about what somebody said to him early in his career. And now he's taking it all the way to the bank. Details in seconds. Drew is standing by with the Friday reality check. Britain's ambassador to the U.S. is out after leaked documents revealed his harsh opinions of President Trump. Yeah, this is uh, this is one of those you mess with the bull and you get the horn situation. So the U.K. ambassador to the U.S., who obviously does a lot of business with the U.S., with the president, is sort of the, the U.K.'s voice in our government. You know, carries messages back and forth, does all the diplomatic stuff. Well... If you don't know the story, he had a bunch of really nasty things to say about the president. He was calling him all kinds of names, saying he was an idiot, saying he was stupid, all this stuff. And someone within the, U- within the U.K. embassy leaked it. Now, they think it was either a politician uh, or like a civil service worker who had, who, who, who's a Trump fan, who likes Trump and just wanted to blast this guy, put him on blast for all the crap he'd been saying, basically. Mm-hmm. It got out. The That's tr- someone that he didn't give that promotion to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the president blew up, like kind of turned on on Theresa May, the prime minister, and turned on UK in general. And uh, well, now the guy's out. He had to resign. Now he tried to make it sound like it's his own own idea. He said, "Look, this is the current situation is making it impossible for me to carry out my job." So the sixty-five-year-old stepped down, handed it to the next guy in charge. But basically, moral of the story is he got the boot. <laughs> He ran his mouth, and he got the boot. It's also showing that nothing is safe anymore. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, first off, you sh- if that's your opinion, you should not be writing that in official email or official right. documents within your department. And it was a lot of documents. It wasn't one so thing that stuck right. out. Bad. It's his fault, and he just got caught. It's really weird that you, uh, we're talking about... that stuff for the bar. <laughs> it's really weird we're, that bar. we're talking about this because I just tweeted. Give me just a moment what I tweeted. This is so weird. Sing like you don't need the money. Love like you'll never get hurt. Dance like there's nobody watching. Email or text like it may one day be read aloud in a deposition. <laughs> that is so true. It happens live. Straight out of country. All right, you, you know exactly what I'm about to do right now? Who knows? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, uh, you, Drew, in the back of the room, please. Can you tell me what we're about to do? Are you going to take us straight out of country? Yes, I am. Take us? Yeah, he always says, I'm taking you straight out of the country. I know. By the way, thank you so much, everybody, reaching out uh, about our straight out of country apparel and stuff. It's coming very, very soon. Straight out of country. Uh, and I think you're really, really going to enjoy it. But um, for real, though, somebody was giving Luke Combs a little smack. Somebody was talking smack on Luke Combs and being very rude to him a long, long time ago. And this information is just coming out. Here's Bethany, the mouth from the South, with more. Yeah, Luke yeah, so was. Uh, he was talking recently, and he said that um, when he first moved to Nashville, he had already released a couple of EPs on his own, and they were selling enough to pay the rent. But what he needed was a record deal to obviously keep the momentum going. And he said he finally got a big meeting with a big publisher in town. He had Hurricane, When It Rains It Pours, She Got the Best of Me, and a work tape of One Number Away. On his on his phone. Dang, those are all hits. He played massive this, songs. He yeah. played this guy all of them, and the guy says, "I've got two things to tell you. First, you need to write better songs, <laughs> and you're never going to be an artist. No one is going to pay money to see you." So he said, "You're too ugly." Is basic. No one's going to pay money to see you. No, I just think that means that he's I think saying you're, right. you're he talentless. I think, you're. I think he was also saying you don't fit the image. I yeah. think. I, I think absolutely somebody was telling him that, and he was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." So did uh, Luke Combs write "Beer Never Broke My Heart"? That's his yes. song. Well, wow. or did somebody Beer, or is? Well, I don't know about. Yeah, I believe "Beer Never Broke My Heart" is his song. I remember him playing it on his couch on Instagram mm-hmm, before like, it came out. Yeah, just a little snippet of it before it came out. So I swear that is. When he was like, I'm working on this one right now. And he played a little bit of it acoustically. So I think that is his song. But yes, Hurricane, When It Rains It Pours, She Got the Best of Me, and One Number Away, all huge number one hits. This guy turned it down. So what? you think that guy's uh, still in the business, or is he like making sandwiches down in I don't know, <laughs> but somewhere? wow. <laughs> wow. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, if you are a Luke alike, 
and you know someone that is a Luke alike, looks like Luke Combs. Like, in all honesty, we'll have to put a picture of our brand new assistant producer, Ryder the Youngin, up yeah. on our Facebook page. Yes. Ryder the Youngin, what's up, dude? Ryder the Youngin looks identical to uh, to Luke Combs. It's pretty, unbelievable. Yeah, it's- pretty uncanny. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> there you go. We just took you straight out of country. It happens live. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly serve my country with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. Uh, we get some amazing troop salutes that come in. And you can always submit a troop salute at facebook.com slash follow fits. And Drew compiles them and works really, really hard to, you know, to honor these men and women. If you didn't know about Drew, Drew is a United States Marine. Hoorah! Um, and I'm never going to get tired of talking about the greatest generation on the troop salute. You know, the nation and the world owe these great men and women so much. And part of what makes that generation so great is their spirit of service. And the commitment to this country that you will still see and feel when you speak to almost any one of them. The servicemen and women who went off to fight in World War II, they are now in their 80s and 90s. So we probably don't have that much time left with them. And if you have a chance to meet them and to talk about their lives in the America they know, you should always take that opportunity. Today we salute Arthur Unruh of the United States Army Air Force. Art is a World War II veteran. And he is 97 years young and going strong. A P1 named Katie Jenkins Schaefer wrote to me about Art. Art spends his Saturdays at the Flight Museum giving tours and answering people's questions about the aircraft, about the war, and that time in America. Katie says Art is the most amazing person to talk to. And her 10-year-old son could not stop asking him questions. Art Unruh is a kind of treasure if you think about it. He's like a living time capsule ready to take you back to a time long gone. So for his service in wartime and his continued service educating new generations of Americans about their history, we salute Art Unruh of the United States Army Air Force. And we live in the land of the free because of the brave. Uh, Hey, Drew, if people would like to submit a troop salute, how can they do it? Go to facebook.com slash follow fits. Just direct message us. Tell us all about that troop yeah. that you care about, and we'd be happy to salute them. The Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my now. daddy. It's time for your What Are You Kidding Me mm-hmm. Stories of the Day. Thank you. Feel free to always submit your What Are You Kidding Me Stories. Uh, if you have any stupid news floating around the office, facebook.com slash follow fits with a Z. I consider you my embedded What Are You Kidding Me field correspondence. What he considers you is the people doing his homework for him. <laughs> <laughs> Making his job easier. That is so rude. You could call them assistant. <laughs> Embedded, what are you kidding me, field correspondent. All right. <laughs> I'm going to begin with a story out of Oregon. Man, that's weird. Oh, that fits. <laughs> There's a couple in Oregon that just left their new house last Monday and came home to find a burglar had eaten their cupcakes, smashed holes in their walls, and took their cat named Spaghetti in the crawl space with them while he dressed up in a Christmas onesie that he had stolen. Bingo. Mind blown. What I'm hearing here... What wow. are you hearing? So I'm hearing straight up... You know what this is? This is somebody on high-speed chicken feed again. Oh, well, yeah. You, you said... <laughs> or something worse. <laughs> you said this was their new home, right? Yes. Just a couple days ago, we That's heard right. about the devil woman that broke into a family's home on their first night there. I'm hearing poltergeist. I'm hearing oh. Amityville House of Horrors. All this stuff is happening in yeah. new homes. What's going on? Ooh. What's up? Or is it is it some trend on social media where people are like, hey, let's uh, let's uh, jack with people on their first nights in their house? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that takes a lot of planning. Wearing a Christmas onesie and eat all their cupcakes and pet oh, their cats. That that's That's like... That is a horror movie. Sure it almost is. sounds like there was like a squatter and somebody moved in and he yeah. was like, look at all this stuff they brought me. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah. His new home. Where did he... 
And here's what's bizarre. He, it's like this burglar had the Christmas onesie with him. <laughs> right. That he stole from someone else or from them? Well, let's find... I have exclusive what-are-you-kidding-me audio here. Let's see. Stuff on our car, like a bottle of cider, a bunch of ceremonial knives, and a MacBook Pro. We're like, that's weird. It sounded like he was looking for like money in the walls. The cupcakes <laughs> were in the fridge. He ate two, and then just the bottom of one. No one is going to put <laughs> a shirt on a cat and leave it in a crawl space in a random house. Someone else is down here. I just started screaming, "Stop! Have them send someone here right now! Someone is in the house." Sure enough, he walks out. He's wearing my fiance's onesie, covered in dirt. Yeah. Yeah, that was her onesie fits. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> if you see something, say something. Oh, and you know what? I want to encourage people to do that. I mean, listen, people, you have got to, you should, on a serious note, if you see anything weird, you should never feel bad about calling the popo and just giving them a heads up. If you see something, say something, especially a grown man wearing a woman's Christmas onesie. On July 10th. I love the... This was yesterday, I believe. (laughs) As opposed to on December 12th, that would be okay? (laughs) Well, then it's in the spirit. (laughs) At least it's Christmas themed. Y'all get the Hallmark Channel on here? (laughs) Uh, All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of Philly. That'll teach them. (laughs) Boy. Philly is still... uh, uh, They are using this high-pitched sound called the mosquito to deter teenagers from hanging out in public parks after 10 p.m., and what this is, it's it's a frequency that only people between 13 and 25 can hear, apparently. And it's controversial. And uh, this is a reporter, a teenager, a girl who's 27 and still hears it, and a city city councilwoman who is completely against this high pitch thing. Here's I'm what off. it sounds like. I hear it. Oh, I hear it. Yeah, Didn't annoying. hear anything? If so, it's likely you are not between the ages of 13 wow. and 25. Ooh. It's so loud. Like, what if it damages our ears or anything, like something like that? It almost is more like a feeling than a sound. At least for me, I I get a headache if I'm near it for too long. So I usually skip around this block or like walk very quickly down it. In a city that is trying to address gun violence and safe spaces for young people, how dare we come up with ideas that are funded by taxpayer dollars that turn young people away from the very places that were created for them? You know what? I'm sorry, Councilwoman, but I'm completely for this. Here's why. If kids are hanging out and doing all that crazy stuff at night and jacking each other up and robbing places and whatever, sometimes you have to be cruel to be kind. Get your butt off the street if there's a curfew. If it's the law, obey the law. Send that signal out and get them off the street. Plus, what's wor- I mean, what's worse, that or you being at home not moving on Snapchat 24 hours a day, seven days a week? I, for one, think this is cruel and unconstitutional, and I will take those units off their hands. <laughs> I want to set them up at my house. And I think, I think Stay this, away, kids. this is ineffective, and they should just blast Dion Warwick music. That'll get those kids <laughs> oh, out yeah. of those parks. I'd be out. <laughs> That's what friends are for. I, I'm going to see you guys later. In good time. All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Let's see what is trending right now. What's trending? Oh, why is Jessica Simpson trending? Let me see. Is she is she going country again? Hang on. No, <laughs> I know week. that she um, posted something about how she's trying to lose weight after. No. It says she's writing a memoir. Oh, wow. A memoir. It's expected to break sales records and the spell check function. <laughs> yes. I was about to say, it's probably going to be about 10 pages. <laughs> oh, no, we love you, Jessica. We're, yeah, we're just playing. We're just playing. Okay, uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South, what's going on? Okay, so Whoopi Goldberg actually said that her doctors gave her a 30% chance of dying earlier this year. Remember whenever she came down with pneumonia and in both lungs, and she also at the same time had sepsis, which is super dangerous. So she said, quote, she is lucky to be alive. Wow, that is just... Yeah, 30%, you hey, you got a thirty percent chance of dying. That is yeah. I mean, I I, I do remember several months ago when she and it was that rough pneumonia. Yeah. you were talking about. Um, that's tough to get through. I've actually had pneumonia a couple of times. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it you is had the her- flu first, and yes. then it turned into pneumonia. A pneumonia. I just remember this like 
this crackling in my chest, a sound of like crackling. Of that po- of like, almost like popping those bubbles. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And, and, and uh, but anyway, go ahead. I'm gonna be a little critical here because 30% sounds like a big number, but I bet. If you picked up, if you went around to statisticians and you asked them what everyone's chance of dying on a daily basis, it's probably like 12%. You know, but car accidents. still not like 30. It, this is barely more than that. Wow. It's 28% more? <laughs> no, it's I not. I mean, it's 18% <laughs> yeah, more? there you go. <laughs> it's barely twice. <laughs> well, still. Okay, you just go ahead with those numbers. All hey, right. prayers for Whippy. Yeah, so um, a study of laundry playlists on Spotify found that the most popular song to listen to during laundry is uh, Let me say, for everybody who doesn't know what laundry is, that's the word we say, you know, uh, mommy and daddy time, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's babies in the car. So what do you think uh, the number one song is on Spotify? I'm going to say Genuine Pony from Magic Mike, number one. I'm going to say Let's Get It On. Nope, it is called Neighbors Know My Name by Trey Songs. Huh? (laughs) Do you have a clip? I don't. How dare you? Oh, man, that's horrible. You're just going to throw it out there, the number one, like, love-making booty song, and, and, and... you, Would you like me to find it? Yes, let's find this. This is the number one apparently lovemaking song in all the world. Breaking our headboard. Okay, see, I, I think we get it. I think I need to turn that up this weekend. <laughs> it happens live. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, uh, find me on Instagram. Follow Fitz. What's up? That's with a Z. Follow Fitz. There's Drew, Bethany the Mouth from the South. Uh, also, our new assistant producer in there uh, behind the glass in the other room, Ryder the Youngin. And uh, Drew, how many movies we have this weekend to talk about? Just two. Just two. Yeah. No kidding. And, and they aren't big ones. They aren't like big studio pictures. All right, let's get to it. Movie number one, ticket or skip it. First one is Crawl. Let's oh, well, this sounds horrible. I don't even like it. Crawl. Yeah, so... When is the last time you saw a movie where the alligators were the bad guys? We haven't seen one in a while. What That Lake crocodile Placid. Crocodile Dundee, mate. Right. So Lake Placid was a giant crocodile. Yeah, giant one. Uh, or in my home state of or, Louisiana. Or, or gators, as it is in this case. <laughs> yeah, my wife's front yard. Yeah. So this is about a, a woman who who's trying to save her dad after a, a hurricane, you know, and the house is flooded and all that. But then, gators. 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 You gotta watch some gators, man. Gators crawl, and like, gators are hunting people crawl. now because they're- their habitats being destroyed. Anyway, yeah. well, this yeah. is like now straight up seventies schlock. Now they're going to, you know, golf courses in Florida. Have you seen the size of those things walking all over golf courses in Florida? Yeah, and hey, not man. only that, I saw one. Oh. I think it was in Florida where they like stop traffic because this thing is like known by the locals, and it oh. lives in like a little granddaddy gator, yeah, lo- yeah. lagoon, yeah. and yeah. it was Jim. crossing the street, right. and the cops were stopping traffic. So yeah. you go across. Probably because they want another a brand new pair of boots. <laughs> yeah, well. Right. well. They like named it and everything. Yeah, so crawl is, I mean. It, is it good, it, Drew? No. It, it, feels it sounds very, so stupid, Drew. <laughs> it feels very much like a, a cheesy 70s sort of, it's part horror, it's part adventure or, or. Crawling. Yeah, whatever. It's a crawling adventure. All right, name of the movie. Crawl. Take it or skip it. Skip it. Movie number two. Stuber. You know they had to make a movie about Uber sooner or later. Now, I had really high hopes for this. I love Kumail Nanjiani. You know him from a bunch of different stuff. He's in, uh, 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 he's the funny guy in Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, yes. yes. Wait, he is so no, no, funny. No, 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 no. The funny guy in that is that big guy with the red hair that got well, fired. They're all funny, but Kumail yes. Nanjiani Which does. One? He, he's the one. Uh, you know, he's got the accent. He, he's the Indian okay, guy, yes, Pakistani okay. guy. Okay, yes, 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 yeah. yes, okay. Uh, and then also Dave Batista is in this. So so uh, Kumail plays the Uber driver, just this kind of hapless Uber driver who gets roped in this situation where <laughs> Dave Batista, who is a giant man, uh, most of us know him as Drax the Destroyer in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Okay. He's also a former pro wrestler. He's a huge cop and he ropes in this Uber driver to drive him around, you know, and, and fight crime. And it's just, it's a mismatch, uh, buddy cop, this, or whatever. It's not good? It's, it's just, it misses a lot now no, it's, everyone's funny in it. it's just it's, not great it's better than crawl it is better than crawl if you had to pick between the two <laughs> i picked stuber right. it's just not what it could be they're both cable movies okay, okay. uh and uh name of the movie one more time stuber take it or skip it skip it you get one pick of the week what is it from my two skips i guess i give it to stuber <laughs> there you go. all right everybody follow drew on his instagram at critical drew and when it comes to movies always do drew it's the fit show 
Oh yeah. All right, everybody, what's up? Uh, what have we learned today? Welcome to the Friday show. For Friday, it's July 12th, 2019. And by the way, you can't go to 7-Eleven today and get a free Slurpee, okay? Because it's 7-12. It's you not 7-Eleven. It. You missed out. But you Drew, can go did buy you one. It? You can go buy one. Uh-huh. Drew, did you miss it? I missed it. And you I, knew about it, too. We miss told it. you. We didn't miss it. I swore I was going to do it, and then I drove right past it and went home, and, and I forgot. See, you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> to remind you Man, all day you had, long. You, you have babies. If you have babies, you go get a Slurpee. Yeah, there was one. In, there, there's a used to be a 7-Eleven that I drive past every day, and it's now an insurance office. So that would have been the one I hit. I would have had to go out of my way. Oh, think about saving 10% on your insurance <laughs> and getting a free Slurpee. See, it's a one-two deal. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah. What have I learned today? Where was I? I learned that in the beginning of Luke Combs' career, somebody actually told him that he, he didn't fit the image and that his songs would never translate at all and that it just, he was kind of wasting his time. And now guess what uh, Luke Combs is doing? He's taking it to the bank! <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I love stories like that. I love it. Boy, I love, I, I, love right. I told you so stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just woo. He doesn't even have to say I told you so. Yeah. He can look at him across the room. Yeah, we had one of those recently. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, I learned that the big bad guy in the movie theaters this weekend are gators, alligators. That's the bad guy. No Thanos, just an alligator. And that's kind of insensitive because they probably really are the bad guys down Louisiana right now as as New Orleans is flooding. Mm. There's probably gators in the middle of the street. Gosh. Mm. That's not even a joke. I know. I'm not kidding. Petrifying. That movie's a little insensitive. They're getting bad storms right now. (laughs) Bad flooding. So, uh, all right, Bethany, the mouth from the south. Uh, what have we learned today? I learned that if you call Dairy Queen and you want a Moana cake, you might want to make sure you, like, enunciate. Enunciate. Because if you don't, you might end up with a marijuana cake instead of a Moana cake. Yeah, and and where did you hear about that? <laughs> On the What Are You Kidding Me It was during stories. the What Are You Kidding Me stories, and it really happened. It it what, uh, somebody thought it, instead of Moana, straight up marijuana. And what was on, what was on the cake? It was a My uh, Little Pony with smoking a smoking a joint, smoking a joint, and with it a had tattoo. a tat, a tramp stamp. The lady yeah. said of a creative, pot leaf. Creative points, <laughs> creative points. All right, you guys, have a great weekend. Seriously, have a great Friday. Let's get through this weekend. We'll see you Monday. We'll do it again. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, cause you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.